Well, hello, and thanks for tuning in to today's episode of More Money for Teachers. This is where professional educators who are serious about their personal finances can spend a few moments and make those moments profitable. So how do teachers create the lifestyle they want to live today? And how do they create the pool of resources required for all their lifestyle needs in the future? And how do they do all of that on a teacher's salary? Those are the questions, and this is where you'll find the answers. My name is David Solis, and I'm grateful for the opportunity to share this information with you today. So lean in, listen close, and learn today's lesson so that you can live well today and live well tomorrow. The title of today's episode is Climbing Mount Everest Twice. All right. So consider the possibility that you're about to step off on a journey to climb Mount Everest. You've been preparing for years, and you're now at the trailhead of your trek in Nepal. You're surrounded by other adventure seekers like you. You're surrounded by your Sherpa guides, and you're surrounded by all your gear. There's Tibetan monks that are chanting prayers over your group, and they're blessing all of you for the safe journey that you're about to embark on. The air is crisp, and your sense of anticipation has never been greater. At exactly one minute before departure, as you're glancing at the mountain before you, one of your fellow climbers in your group puts his arm around you and he asks you a question. And here's the question he asks you. What's your goal for this climb? As you're gazing up at the peak on this clear day, you respond. My goal is to get to 29,029 feet to make it to the top. Your fellow climber, who is much more experienced at mountain climbing than you are, he's been doing this for 20 more years, and he's actually been to the top of Mount Everest twice. He's climbed the mountain four times. He says to you, let me be more specific in my question. What is your ultimate goal for this climb? Puzzled by his question, you gaze up at the top again and respond in the same fashion, but with more certainty and more boldness in your response. You say, my goal is to make it to the top, period. With a sly and a loving grin, the master climber then faces you, looks you in the eye and says, let me suggest to you that it may be wiser to set your sights on the ultimate goal of getting back down to this very spot on which we now stand, that we arrive back here safely After you climb the mountain twice, your first climb will be on the way up and will demand strength and courage of you. Your second climb will be the climb down the mountain and back to this spot. So you can share all your stories and your experiences with your friends, your family, and your loved ones. The second climb will demand even more of you. So I hope you have prepared well. It is at this moment that the reality of the task before you and all the gravity of it sets in. You begin to wonder if you're fully prepared. Did you train hard enough so that you can handle the physical strain? Are you mentally prepared for the hardship ahead? Did you pack all the proper tools for the journey? Or did you focus too much on just the uphill climb? You begin to wonder if the Sherpa guides are experienced enough to get you up and down the mountain. Did we hire the best Sherpa guides? Or were these the only ones we could afford? You know that this is not the time to panic, but doubt begins to creep in. And 
it's too late to turn back. Onward, the guide leader shouts, and off you go. What in the heck does this have to do with my personal financial plan, you might be asking at this point. Well, it has a lot to do with it. It serves as a great analogy. It serves to point out that one of the fatal flaws that too many people make over and over and over again with respect to their financial plans. And the flaw is this. People focus on the accumulation amount that they're striving for. And they give virtually no thought to the reality of the fact that people do not live on accumulation amounts. People actually live on cash flows. It would be wiser to give some serious thought and consideration to how to create lifetime income streams out of accumulation amounts. It would be wise to know how to create cash flows that increase to keep up with inflation when in retirement. And how that those same accumulation amounts produce not only cash flows, but they also leave the legacy which you desire. Yet very few people do this. Why is that? Well, more people die on their descent off Mount Everest than on the climb up. Feel free to Google that statistic. Why does that happen? I'm not an expert climber by any means, but it's probably because people by nature are short-sighted at times. And they probably focus too much on getting to the top of the mountain only. They forget that they're in the death zone once they're up there. And there are threats that are just as great when they come down. Because they don't focus on this part of the journey, on the way down, the ever-present perils might overtake them. Likewise, with respect to constructing a financial plan, you must account for the ever-present perils that you'll face as soon as you cross the line into retirement. The math changes in the distribution phase of your plan. The wealth potential and possibilities change dramatically when your human capital has been exhausted. Your chances for a successful retirement journey at this point will demand that you have prepared adequately. Do not wait until you're about to retire to begin thinking about this. The time to think about it and plan for this stage of the retirement climb is at the same time that you're planning the ascent phase or the accumulation phase of your retirement climb. Be aware that there are two climbs in this journey, just as in climbing a mountain. There's the climb up and there's the climb down, which is just as important or even more important than the climb up. Do not make the mistake of not being fully prepared and put yourself into a position of possible panic. Do yourself the favor of being fully prepared so that you can act with purpose. The purpose that comes from having financial power and financial peace. If you'd like more information on making sure that you're fully prepared for both climbs in your financial journey, please feel free to contact me at wealthandincomeforteachers at gmail.com.